0: Love, Hope, Radio. I'm Robert Rogers and this is Parkinson's Recovery. This is the place to be on Thursday mornings each and every week at 11 o'clock Pacific Time to be able to get incredible ideas about what you can do if you happen to have the symptoms of Parkinson's disease and are looking for ways to get sustained relief. My program today involves a very fascinating therapy that is, hold on to your seats, guaranteed to work. This therapy does not fail. If you do it, you're going to feel better, guaranteed. That's the first offer I've got for why you need to continue listening to my program today. The second enticement is this particular therapy does not cost one cent. In other words, this particular therapy is free. Many people tell me, yeah, yeah, you, you have all these interesting therapies that you're covering on your radio programs every week, but some of them all cost money, you know, a few hundred dollars, some of them a few thousand dollars. Boy, I, I can't afford that kind of a thing. I, I really can't do anything for myself because there's just nothing out there that can make a difference for me. Well, guess what, folks? On the program today, yes, this is a therapy that will provide profound relief from the symptoms of parkinson's. Yes, it's a therapy that's guaranteed to work and might be surprised to you despite the fact that there's a guarantee, this particular therapy is free. It's called laughter yoga you ever heard of that? Well, I've got an expert today who's going to tell us about this, Gita Findelman, who is a certified laughter yoga teacher who's been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease in 2004, and Gita, I want you all to know, is still laughing today. Here's my first segment of my previously recorded interview with Gita Findelman, certified laughter yoga instructor. This is Robert Rogers from Parkinson's Recovery, and my very special guest today is Gita Findelman, who is a certified laughter yoga teacher and leader, a Kripalu certified yoga teacher with over 30 years' experience, a, and this is in quotes, recovered tax attorney, and can laugh in Mandarin. Gita Train with Dr. Ma- Maiden Kateria, founder of the World Laughter Movement, and is affiliated with the Dr. Kateria School of Laughter Yoga. She was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease in 2004, and she's still laughing. She's been described as inspirational because of her unwavering commitment to laugh despite life's challenges and her heart-centered, engaging teaching style. She is available for laughter yoga retreats and workshops, certified laughter yoga leader trainings, corporate laughter yoga services, laughter yoga class instruction, and laughter yoga public speaking. You can visit her website, and I'm going to give you that whole name first in words. It's laughter... Yoga with So it's those words all joined together. So it's the word laughter L A U G H T E R. Join with the word yoga, Y O G A. Join with the word with W I T H. Join with the word Gita, her first name, which is G I T A dot com. So Gita, thank you so much for being with us today.
1: My pleasure. Thank you, Robert.
0: Tell everybody how it came about that you got involved with doing laughter yoga. Well,
1: it's uh, one of the actual gifts of Parkinson's for me. Um, I was doing regular hatha yoga since about 1971, um, and I just it just changed my life. I love the deep breathing and the deep relaxation, the stretching. I felt so wonderful and I was teaching it and loving it and all the same time I was practicing law, it really helped with the stress. And uh, then when I got the Parkinson's diagnosis, uh, a couple, two, three years into it, I couldn't really do a lot of the Hatha yoga poses that I used to be able to do. And so I wasn't enjoying my teaching as much because I was teaching people stuff that I could no longer do. And so that was a little frustrating. And um, I had read about laughter yoga in a yoga journal article several years ago, and I think I had filed it away in the back of my mind thinking, that sounds interesting. And somehow I got sort of this intuitive nudge to look up laughter yoga when I could no longer teach the regular yoga. And I got online, and I looked it up, and I found a teacher, and I was hooked immediately because I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> and you're doing it now. And, um, and uh, I studied with Dr. Kataria, who's the founder of the World Laughter Movement, and became certified. Um, and I've been doing it now for about two years, and it's just fantastic.
0: Where are you physically located, Gita?
1: Um, I'm in Tucson, Arizona.
0: And did you have to leave Tucson to attend this uh, laughter yoga training?
1: Uh, The training was um, in California at Harbin Hot Springs at a spa. It's actually a yoga spa in northern California. Dr. Kataria travels all over the world um, teaching and training teachers to do this. So I didn't have to go to India, um, although he does do trainings in India as well, but India, Europe, it's it's a worldwide movement. and So I I was trained in California. I found um, classes here in Tucson from someone who was a certified laughter yoga leader, um, and she's actually no longer teaching it, but then I went and studied with the master who created this great technique.
0: Everybody, I think, uh, is familiar with yoga and what yoga is all about, and everybody is pretty much familiar with laughter. What is laughter yoga?
1: Well, laughter yoga is based on this incredibly unique idea that anybody anywhere can laugh for absolutely no reason. So it doesn't use comedy, it doesn't use jokes, we don't need to rely on our sense of humor, and we don't even need to be in the mood to laugh. Um, and what we do in laughter yoga, we laugh as a form of exercise, and we usually do it in a group because when we have eye contact with each other and we laugh and we look at each other, the laughter becomes contagious. and. There's so many phenomenal health benefits to get from this that even if you're not in the mood to laugh, um, it still benefits. And you're, there's actually studies that have been done that show that the body doesn't know the difference between actual laughter and what we call self-stimulated laughter, which we do, you know, as a form of exercise. So laughter—it's called laughter yoga because it combines the deep breathing and the deep relaxation of yoga with some pretty childlike, playful, laughter exercises um, that make just about everyone laugh. We laugh and we clap and we just just get into that childlike, playful thought that everyone still has kind of buried inside.
0: When I get into moods when I'm really down and I'm really depressed and I feel like nothing's going to help me feel better, absolutely nothing, and I don't want to do anything, are you telling me that... If I were to attend one of your ya- uh, laughter yoga classes, uh, that I
1: actually would laugh. Number one, and number two, I would actually feel better. Oh, absolutely, Robert. In fact, um, I just came back from Reno where I did a training, and we have we had a couple of preview classes before the training. And one of the women in the class, when well, I always like to ask afterwards, how's everybody feeling? She said, "I was in bed all day. I felt so." I think she had the flu or the cold or something. And she said, I feel phenomenal now. (laughs) And I know for myself when I'm feeling down, it's a decision to laugh. There's a commitment there. Um, But you don't have to find it humorous. It's more like, um, you know, you're going to go to the gym and work out. That's what this is. This is an exercise. And if you do it once and you feel really good, and most people feel fantastic after it's about a 45 minute session um, and then maybe they don't come back and six months later they wonder why they're depressed well it's just like working out in the gym if you work out and you feel buff and then you stop working out for six months you get kind of flabby so it's the same principle but um... you do not need to be in the mood to laugh all you need to do is drag your butt to the class (laughs) and it it soon becomes very contagious Um, I had a story, um, well, I often share this, but one of the first times I taught laughter yoga, there was a woman came up to me, and she said, you know, I thought this was so stupid. It wasn't funny. I didn't know what I was doing there, but, and I wasn't even in the mood to laugh, but I had an open mind, and I got into it. She said, do you know something? I laughed so hard I peed in my pants. That's
0: <laughs> Funny.
1: So, I always uh, advise people to uh, empty your bladder before you do the class. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it, it occurs to me uh, just thinking personally about attending a laughter class when I don't feel like it. If I think of the laughter yoga class as exercise, I do know that exercise always makes me feel better. It would probably be motivating for me to actually get my body moving uh, to attend the class. If I think about, oh, I have to laugh, it might be, I'm thinking, I can't do it. Right,
1: right, because you think you have to be in the mood to laugh. But that's what the, the genius of this uh, technique is that you, we're laughing for no reason. We're, we might say we're laughing for the health of it. <laughs> that's funny. So how
0: did this all start?
1: Well, it started in 1995, actually in March of 1995, so it's, all, it's about, we just celebrated a 15-year anniversary, when Dr. Kataria, who's a medical doctor from India, um, he was researching an article uh, for a newsletter that he puts out for his patients uh, entitled, Laughter is the Best Medicine. And as a physician, he was so impressed with all of the proven health benefits of laughter that he thought to himself, well, if this is so good for us, why don't we do it more often? So he went to a park in Mumbai where he lived with his wife, who's a yoga teacher, and they went around asking people, Will you laugh with me? Will you laugh with me? <laughs> <laughs> and most people said, Doc, you've really lost it. <laughs> really? You're a medical doctor? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But they found three other people to laugh with them. And they started the world's first laughter club with only five people in this park in Mumbai. And today there's over 8,000 laughter clubs in over 80 countries. And it's been on Oprah Winfrey twice. It's been on CNN. It's been in Time magazine. All over. I'm, I was on the cover of the Tucson Green Times. Um, it's just been all over the media. And it's just really a phenomenal thing. And it's, it's growing every day. I mean there's clubs popping up everywhere.
0: So perhaps not every town or city would have one, but uh, people might be surprised at how many clubs there are. Yeah, well, there's
1: over 8,000, and it's hard to keep track of them because there's new ones starting all the time. Um, And we have have one here in Tucson that I started, and then some people that I trained to be uh, certified laughter leaders are now starting another one. So we're going to have two of them here in Tucson. And then there's another one, uh, I'm not sure it's still meeting, but it was meeting once a month, uh, the Tucson Laughter Club, and the one I started meets every week, because I was meeting once a month, too, and I just thought, hey, this, is, this feels so good, I want to do this every week, and sometimes I think I really want to do it every day. Dr. Kataria, uh, in India, they meet every day. They have hundreds of people in the park laughing together. And then uh, they have World Laughter Day, the first Sunday of May of every year, and people all over the world, tens of thousands of people, gather um, to to do laughter yoga. It's just, it's a phenomenon, and it's um, it's there's a mission. He didn't just he, his mission was good health, obviously, and joy, obviously, and world peace through laughter. Because if you think about it, if people would laugh together, it would be pretty hard to be fighting each other. And so it's, um, he's, there's an exchange program for laughter club members in the United States can go over to India and stay with laughter club members in India and vice versa. And, um, but mostly I think it's some people have gone to India and they're just amazed because they, they get up rain or shine every day and laugh in the park outdoors. Most of our clubs here in the States meet once a week, once a month, and they're usually indoors. Um, but it's, it's quite a movement. It's, I'm still in touch with the people I trained with in California, and they're all over the country and some in Canada. And it's just, you know, I have friends all over the world because of this.
0: Did you ever think as a practicing tax attorney some years ago that today you would be teaching laughter yoga workshops?
1: No, I never did, but I sure am glad.
0: (laughs) What a transformation.
1: No, No, Robert, the whole time I was practicing law, I actually was practicing yoga before I became a lawyer. And all throughout my career, I was teaching at least one yoga class while I was a practicing lawyer, and people always thought that was a strange combination, but it really helped with the stress and uh, really helped balance you know, my work life. As they say now, the balanced work life, I think, is one of the buzzwords. But um, the yoga was always my passion, always my passion. And I loved teaching, and so when I couldn't teach the Hatha yoga anymore, the regular yoga, it was, you know, I really missed the teaching, and, and with the laughter yoga, I've always loved to laugh, so it was a pretty easy transition, and um, so um, that's why I call myself a recovered tax attorney.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not well. recovering, it's recovered <laughs> tax okay, attorney. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back with Gita F- Sindelman after this short break. I'm Robert Rogers. This is Parkinson's Recovery. You're listening uh, to my interview with laughter yoga teacher Gita Fendelman. If you were hoping uh, to be able to sign up for the Parkinson's Recovery cruise to Alaska, I'm sorry to report I have bad news for you. Uh, We're full, and the ship is full, so there's no longer an opportunity to join us. Uh, with the many, many experiences that we're offering individuals who will be uh, coming along on the Parkinson's Recovery cruise to Alaska. We are in the planning stages of uh, planning a cruise for wintertime to a warmer climate, so stay tuned. There will still be an opportunity uh, to uh, join uh, Parkinson's Recovery and the many different uh, workshops and experiences that we'll offer on a cruise, but this time in the wintertime to a warmer climate. I do have a compilation of interviews that I have done with individuals who have the symptoms of Parkinson's, both in the form of a printed book, as well as uh, CDs of the actual interviews that I've uh, conducted with individuals. It's called Pioneers of Recovery, and you can get more information about that book as well as the compilation of 11 CDs by visiting the website with the very same name. It's www.pioneersofrecovery.com, those three words, com. And it will lead you to the page where we describe the many different interviews that I've done and compiled into a book. So the advantage of the book is that you're actually able to see all the references that people actually describe in the interviews that I've done. So if you want to find out the incredible things that people are doing to get relief uh, from their symptoms, Pioneers of Recovery is a wonderful resource. And now back to the second part of my interview with Gita Gil Findelman on laughter yoga. Gita, tell us what the benefits of laughter yoga
1: are. Oh, my God, they're so phenomenal. What I want to be sure to say for the listeners of this show, people with Parkinson's, is that the study that I found that sold me on it was out of Stanford, said that laughter stimulates the part of the brain that uses dopamine. And when I saw that, I thought, "Oh my God, that's going to be my medicine. I'm definitely going to put that in my medicine chest. In fact, I like to call laughter yoga my inner pharmacy. It's been six years since my diagnosis, and I haven't taken a prescription drug and um um you know i I'm doing pretty well I'm laughing <laughs> and uh, so that's a huge benefit. The other thing is um you know for people that have the um soft voice from Parkinson's. I don't think I have that, um, but my sister actually was diagnosed with Parkinson's as well, and she has that. But I have a student um, with Parkinson's, and I always give uh, homework to laugh for 10 minutes a day uh, every day. And so he and his wife did that every day for a week, and they came back to the next class. And he said to me, you know, Gita." I used to love to sing in church, but this Parkinson's robbed me of my voice, and I just stopped singing because I couldn't hear myself. Do you know after laughing for 10 minutes a day for one week, I could hear myself again in church, and I just, oh my God, this was such a heartwarming story, but I mean, it's, it's good for everybody's health, it improves cardiovascular health, it helps depression, strengthens the immune system. I mean, it even improves communication skills and creativity and personal relationships. Um, uh, oh, it's just, uh, I could go on. It helps diabetes. It helps heart disease. Um, it reduces the stress uh, hormones, like, by about 75% or more. Muscle and emotional tension gets released. All the, all the organs get massaged. I mean, there's a lot of... Um, deep breathing because when you laugh and you're going ha 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 you're automatically exhaling all the stale air at the bottom of your lungs which is what yoga emphasizes so that when you do breathe in there's lots of room for fresh new oxygen to fill those lungs and the oxygen is what gives us so much energy and makes us feel healthy and and, uh, relaxed Um, uh, blood pressure drops, circulation improves pulse rate drops Um, Endorphin levels are increased, so we feel good, and it reduces aches and pains. Um, God, I could go on and on. It boosts self-confidence. It's just sense of well-being, reduced worry. I mean, sometimes when I'm just, you know, feeling down, and I'll just sing one of the. We have, we do a lot of singing too. We sing happy songs, and I'll just sing one of those songs because that's an easy way for me to start feeling better, and, um, and that will just put me in a better mood. Um, it's also very aerobic um, because it's, it's surprisingly aerobic. There's a Dr. William Fry, who's a Stanford um, University psychiatrist, who found that one minute of hearty laughter, even if it's faked, is equal to ten minutes on the rowing machine. So um, that's in terms of cardiovascular uh, workout, not necessarily in terms of calories burned. Um, but if you use your whole body, your whole body can get a workout. You know, if you're slapping your knee and bending over, <laughs> you can get some good workout. And um, uh, yeah, it, it's, just, it's just phenomenal. I mean, everybody knows that you feel better when you laugh. But what amazes me is there's actually a study of this called Gelatology. It's G E L O T O L O G Y, the science of laughter, and all these scientists are doing all kinds of studies. Um, oh, the other thing is it helps with cancer. They found that uh, the, the uh, NK cells, the natural killer cells, are increased after laughter. Those are the ones that, that attack cancer cells, apparently. Um and that it boosts the immune system. I think they, I said that. The other thing, people may have heard of Norman Cousins, who wrote a book, Anatomy of an Illness, and um, he, was, he was diagnosed with something called ankylosing spondylitis, which is a severe arthritic condition. He said he felt like his joints were being pulled apart, and uh, they had him on morphine and painkillers. They gave him a 1 in 500 chance of living, and one day he just woke up, he said, "I think this is poisoning me. I'm going to check out of this hospital and check in He checked into a hotel and he hired a nurse to read him jokes and funny stories. and uh, he watched Mark's brother I think it was Mark's brother um, movies, and he recovered, and he found that the, the laughter would help with the pain. He said 20 minutes of laughter would give him like uh, two hours of pain-free sleep. Well, And uh, so it's a great book. I always recommend people to read that book, Anatomy of an Illness, especially people that are dealing with a chronic illness, and you can see how beneficial laughter was for him and how it can be for us. And I always like to quote Voltaire, who's an 18th century French philosopher. He said, The art of medicine consists of amusing the patient while nature cures the disease. Uh <laughs> I love that. I love Me too. that. And also, someone else who I think you you're uh, familiar with, uh, John Coleman, who wrote his book "Stop Parking and Start Living." He's got his 12 steps for healing from Parkinson's, and one of his 12 steps is laughter. So it's definitely um, good integrative medicine for whatever else you're doing. <laughs>
0: The story that you told us about the man with Parkinson's who had significant uh, vocalization challenges uh, was that he went home and he laughed for 10 minutes a day and had a miraculous improvement. So just to clarify, uh, if you compare this with the cost of other therapies, uh, it sounds like the cost that he incurred to be able to laugh every day was zero. Is that right? He didn't have to pay anything to do that, right?
1: That's right. He and his wife laughed together every day. And if I think
0: about the uh, actual result, uh, if you think about what this did for him, it was pretty incredible, actually, Uh, if you compare that with, let's say, 20 other therapeutic choices, many of which could have uh, cost uh, a handsome penny. But this was basically free.
1: Exactly, exactly. And uh, the laughter clubs are free or by donation because Dr. Kataria wants this to be a worldwide movement where everybody can laugh together. And uh, I do I do some things where I, I mean I, I get paid to do this as well too, but my laughter club is by no, donation only. And um, yeah, anybody can laugh. And if you go online and you can, um, if you can use YouTube and just search for laughter yoga, you'll get some DVDs up there, some videos where you can just watch what it is and laugh. You just can't help but laugh. <laughs> I
0: do have emails and calls from people and they basically will say something to the effect of well I'm not about to pay a penny for any therapy and they've got you know various rationales for that and it sounds like for this particular person that's not an excuse <laughs> they actually have no reason not to actually engage this particular therapy through joining a club or as you've just described Uh, connecting with certain websites or just sitting down and laughing for 10 minutes.
1: Yeah, exactly. And even in a wheelchair. I mean, I worked with people in wheelchairs. and In fact, I've done several laughter yoga retreats for people here in, in Tucson for people with Parkinson's, and they were very, very successful, and people loved them, and I'd say half the people were in wheelchairs. And they just, you know, they just came, brought their body to the laughter, and let the laughter do its work.
0: You mentioned your sister has recently been diagnosed with Parkinson's. Have you been able to convince her to join the laughter workshops?
1: Uh, Well, she lives in St. Louis, and actually she was diagnosed before I was diagnosed. She's had it for about five years more than I have, and she was diagnosed at age 40, she is on a totally different path. She took the medication and had the DBS, Deep Brain Stimulation Surgery. But she likes to laugh. When I do come to St. Louis, she'll laugh with me. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So it's um, there, some people don't want to laugh, you know, and, and um, it is a choice. It is a choice. I had a woman that did come to one of my retreats and um, for chronic conditions. and. We do an exercise where you say your name and everyone laughs, and then you say what your diagnosis was and you laugh. You laugh at the diagnosis, and it's pretty powerful, Um, and most people really feel strengthened and encouraged by it. And one woman came up to me and said, you know, I really don't feel like laughing. I don't feel like I'm ready to laugh at stage 4 cancer. And I said to her, that's fine. That's your choice. I'd rather laugh you know but everybody has their own choice and you know it's up to what what you want to do but I, I feel sad for people that that don't want to laugh
0: well the uh despite the um uh the evidence that exercise is incredibly helpful for people there are many people who refuse to exercise <laughs> so it's not surprising that there are also many people who would just say i'm not laughing either If we think about prescription medications uh, specifically, uh, the reason the FDA controls those is because there are also prescribed side effects. That is, uh, typically with any medication, it's always a good idea to get the pharmacy uh, handout, which will list all of the side effects that can result from taking any prescription medications. So let's go to laughter yoga. Are there any contraindications for laughter yoga?
1: Well, It may be addictive. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, like
0: gambling, you mean, or alcohol?
1: No, like gambling, I mean, you might start laughing uncontrollably for no reason more and more often. <laughs> and it might, uh, it might. Uh, some of the side effects might include freedom from stress, joy, happiness, increased vitality, um, those things like that.
0: So it sounds like. Uh the uh, The only side effects to be expected are improved health on some level yeah. <laughs> That's the bottom line, so I guess uh, I guess uh, uh speaking on a, a bit more serious note, if a person is working in a particular job where everybody is particularly serious, they might have trouble fitting in because they're <laughs> laughing quite a bit at the meetings and uh, the other work uh, conditions
1: well you know there's a great youtube um, it's called Bodhisattva and Metro and um This guy gets on a subway car, a subway state, subway car, and um, everybody's looking really grim and reading their paper and looking down, and you know how people are when they're on a subway. And this guy starts giggling, and he starts chuckling, and he starts laughing, and the person next to him starts laughing. And before you know it, the whole subway car is cracking up in hysterical laughter. So it is pretty contagious, but um, you know, and I think that um, there's this image that you have to be serious at work, and to be professional means you don't laugh. And there's really a lot of evidence to to the contrary that laughter can build team team uh, spirit and produce, you know, increased creativity, um, less less sick days. I mean, it's really a lot of benefits for the corporate world. It maybe it's a little harder, you know, to get it in there, but it's um, definitely beneficial in that respect too. There's been actually some studies on uh, corporate sales going up because people have been doing laughter yoga at the company for a regular period of time, and um, it makes more sense when people feel better, they're more productive.
0: Oh, it sure does, and I could really see where in certain work situations people really do get stuck and they just can't seem to work themselves out of a terrible situation or a hole, this could really just uh, unlock uh, that log jam and, and help them go into a much better place.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and help boost creativity, think outside the box, think of a solution that never would have occurred to them before, um, get along better with your coworkers. If you're laughing with them, it's, you know, it's just, just got a whole host of benefits.
0: We'll be right back with Gita Findelman in just a minute. This is Parkinson's Recovery, and I am Robert Rogers. You've been listening to my interview with laughter yoga instructor Gita Findelman. About a year ago or so, I received a barrage of emails from individuals, and all of them basically had the same theme. The emails said, Robert! you've got such interesting ideas that you've been able to gather about what we can do to get relief from the symptoms of Parkinson's. Do you have a compilation of everything that you're learning? Is there one place I can go? Because I keep finding information everywhere. And the truth of the matter is they were dead right. I was uh, writing blogs on the Parkinson's Recovery blog. I was writing articles that I was disseminating out there in the just the general article uh, network on the internet. I was writing books in the form of, for example, Pioneers of Recovery and Five Steps to Recovery. I was sending out emails in the email newsletter, and quite frankly, I've got to just make an admission, I was all over the place with um, getting ideas, doing interviews, I was doing teleseminars, I was uh, doing my radio program and getting incredible ideas, but I really was not assembling all of what I was learning in one place. So I decided to uh, respond in a responsible way, and so I have now crafted a book called The Road to Recovery from Parkinson's Disease, and this book has the best of the best. I include there my understanding of the causes of uh, the symptoms of Parkinson's and also the many different therapies that we've discovered are making a big difference in helping people get relief from their symptoms. I've also decided in this particular book that it's going to be a living book. So unlike uh, books that are written and they're finished and basically published in the form of thousands of copies and then sold, this particular book is living in the sense that I continuously am updating the book. So for example, the information, uh, the incredible information that Gita Fimbleman is sharing with, uh, with us today, I'm writing into the book uh, today, literally, and that will be a uh, saved into the most recent copy. If you decide you want to order The Road to Recovery Parkinson's, what you're going to get is the most recent news, the most recent discoveries that we've been able to uh find with regard to what really makes a difference for people who have the symptoms of Parkinson's. So I've responded that particular book is out there and uh, so if you're interested in getting a uh, uh a place where you can go to get uh, uh, resources, information, and support to be able to get relief from the symptoms of Parkinson's. You'll find that in The Road to Recovery from Parkinson's Disease. Uh, the book is actually described on the following website. It's www.parkinsonsdisease, all one word, joined together, dot m-e. And now back to my previously recorded interview with Gita Fendelman. Gita, you uh, have already told everybody that you live in Tucson, uh, Arizona, uh, and clearly you teach laughter yoga in Tucson. Uh, where else do you teach laughter yoga?
1: Well, in, um, I teach it in Tucson, and then I teach it, I've started traveling a bit to do some laughter yoga trainings. Um, but let me just tell you what I've got going on in Tucson. I teach at um, assisted living facilities, continuing care facilities, independent living, so a lot of um, senior uh, senior populations because it's so great for the elderly, especially when when they can't get out and they're starting to feel depressed. This really lightens up their day. Um, And next week I'm doing a presentation at the Arizona Arthritis Center with the University of Arizona, and then uh, that's Wednesday, April 7th. And then Friday, April 9th, I'm doing... um, a laughter yoga retreat for women that is sponsored by Tucson Medical Center. This is about the fourth or fifth one I've done with the Tucson Medical Center here in Tucson. Um, and then I'm going to be in Phoenix at the Phoenix Metaphysical Center on April 24th and 25th. Uh, then I'm going to be at Princeton Center for Yoga and Health May 15th and 16th. Um, I'll be giving some preview classes a couple of days before, and then it'll be a certified laughter yoga leader training. And then I'm confirm- then I'm going to do a certified laughter yoga training in Tucson in June, June 5th and 6th. And then I'm confirming these dates um, supposed to be in Woodbury, New York, which is on Long Island, um, at a place called Absolute Yoga, on June 12th and 13th. Um, June 18th, I'm going to be at the Iowa uh, chapter of the uh, American Parkinson's Disease Association for their annual conference. I'm going to be giving a laughter yoga session at the conference. And then while I'm in Iowa, I'm going to be doing a training in Fairfield on April 19th and 20th, and then um, in Iowa City at Treehouse Yoga on April 26th and 27th. Then I'm going to St. Louis to visit my family, and uh, someone wants me to do a training there. So that looks like that's going to be July 3rd, 2nd and 3rd, somewhere around there. And then um supposed to be in Kansas City after that. So I've got kind of a tour coming up, a Midwest tour. Um, and then i uh, talking to people in Seattle. These are just various yoga studios that have wanted me to come to train um Yoga teachers and people in the medical profession and therapists of all kinds, of all kinds, because um, they love to use this as part of their toolkit for helping people. Um, I have a a training scheduled in September in Mississippi, uh, Jackson, Mississippi, the 10th and the uh, 12th, and then I'm going back to Reno September 25th and 26th. And, you know, if people want the details, they should probably, I've got a calendar on my website, um, which is www.lafteryogawithgita.com, and they can um, find out because I add stuff to it all the time. And then I have here in Tucson, I have my weekly yoga uh, laughter club that meets on Sundays at 5.30, and that's just great fun. I just love that club. It's really been supporting me and my health. I mean, I do this for my own health. That's really why I'm doing it, because it keeps me laughing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It uh, uh, very clearly sounds to me like, given the wide range benefits for individuals that might have any imbalances or any illnesses, uh, including Parkinson's, that your uh, audience oftentimes is comprised of people who might have many, many different kinds of uh, illnesses or diseases or no diseases whatsoever. In other words, you're not just uh, attracting people who have Parkinson's disease. Is that right? In other words, what kind of people really come to your classes?
1: Well, that's absolutely correct. Um, Someone else asked me that and I think the better question is what kind of people don't come. (laughs) And really, the one group that doesn't come that's really like the toughest group would be teenagers teenagers don't want to look silly they think it looks too silly or child childish you know but young kids love it older people love it adults middle middle aged young adults uh health, i mean i've had professional athletes in my classes and i've had you know wheelchair bound people in my classes so it's a whole range of physical fitness Um, I've had bankers, I've had lawyers, I've had unemployed people, CEOs, you name it. It's just, it's a universal um, thing. (laughs) Everybody likes to laugh.
0: And everybody benefits from laughing, as you've just explained.
1: Yeah, and it's it's non-denominational, it's non-religious, it's non-sectarian, non-gender. You know, it crosses all cultural boundaries it's really a great thing. I, I just I just love it. It's so simple. It's so simple and so profound.
0: Let's just make a guess that uh, some of the individuals who are listening to this program are individuals who have a diagnosis of very young onset Parkinson's disease and they are teenagers. In other words, <laughs> the kind of person who's less likely to be interested in attending a laughter yoga class. Uh, Tell them now what really happens in a typical laughter yoga class.
1: Well, it's a lot of fun, and I should say that there are some teenagers who do love it. That just, as a group, that tends to be the toughest audience. But um, what happens in a class is we start off with some laughter uh, warm-ups. We do some clapping and some breathing, and some we, we clap and we... We chant, ho, ho, ha, 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 ho, ho, ha, ha, ha. And we move around the room and have eye contact. And then we do various laughter exercises. For example, we might do cell phone laughter. So you talk on an imaginary cell phone like you're hearing something really funny, and you walk around the room and share it with everybody. Or we'll do greeting laughter where you just shake someone's hand and laugh. We do introduction laughter, like I said before, where someone says their name and we laugh and then we say something about ourselves and and we all laugh again. Um, So we do about 20 minutes of laughter exercises, uh, which are varying degrees of um, uh, movement. I mean, some can be done seated, some we run around. For example, we'll do catching a plane laughter where you're imagining you're running at an airport and you're late for your flight and you're dragging your luggage and you're laughing the whole way. Or we'll do jackpot laughter. Imagine you just found out you just won the jackpot. How would you act? (laughs) And that's a fun one. Or then on the other hand, we do out-of-money laughter where you empty your pockets and you just laugh because you're out of money. (laughs) So all kinds of, there's hundreds of laughter exercises. Then we end with a laughter meditation, which is really interesting. We keep our eyes open as opposed to other types of meditation where you usually close your eyes. And we look at each other and we just start with a chuckle or a giggle and we just start building it up and we get people eventually rolling on the floor and laughing so hard and then we bring it back down and we usually do that for about three to five minutes. It's pretty amazing, it's pretty, it's pretty much of a workout, you're pretty winded and, and um, pretty laughed out by the end of that. And Then we end with a deep relaxation which is a traditional part of yoga. Um, where people either in their chair or that some people like to lie down, and it's a progressive relaxation that I usually lead and talk people through some deep breathing and relaxing of every muscle in the body. And, um, and then we end, and then we have some socializing at, at the laughter club, so because it's a social movement. And the thing I love about laughter yoga that for me was missing from the traditional yoga is that the word yoga means to connect, and in regular yoga, generally you're connecting with your inner self. Your eyes are closed and you go within, and you might be connecting with your higher self and your inner self. But there is not a lot of connection with your community, with the people around you. And with laughter yoga, there's that added connection because we have so much eye contact. and um, People at the laughter club become friends and start socializing together, and and that's a real helpful uh, benefit as well. Especially people with chronic illness can tend to, to isolate and become isolated. And with the laughter club, there's you know we go out to dinner afterwards, or we celebrate people's birthdays, or we you know we're starting to do more and more um, social events, um, and um, one time we took the Laughter Club that Tucson has a peace fair. And so since Laughter Yoga is mission is world peace through laughter, <clears throat> we went out to the park and we did laughter yoga at the peace fair and they loved it and mm. people joined in. It's very easy. I mean anybody can do it. You don't you know, it's not a very difficult um exercise to do because if you can laugh, you're you're there. <laughs> so, um and that's pretty much a typical class. The exercises might vary from class to class, and sometimes we make up exercises on the spot. We do, uh, you know, different animal laughter exercises. Um, I mean, you name it. We had uh, one guy one time did referee laughter, so he did all the movements the referee might do, and we laughed with each movement. So it's just a lot of fun, and um, people seem to get a lot of benefit from it. If you think of all of
0: the therapies uh, that you have pursued to be able Uh to get relief from the symptoms of Parkinson's, where would you stack uh, laughter yoga? Is it at the top of the list in terms of what's really helped you get relief?
1: Well, it's the one I'd say that I haven't given up on because it's kept me in a space of mind or a frame of mind where I'm – willing to pursue the other avenues because I haven't turned to anything traditional medicine has to offer. So I've been out there pretty much experimenting with all kinds of alternative things. And some work and some don't work. And it can get a little discouraging when the ones that don't work. But when I can laugh at it and keep laughing, then it keeps me going. It keeps me um, willing and able to try the next thing that I hear about.
0: And it, yeah. so, it sounds like from your description of the class you're laughing at both the ones that work and the ones that didn't work.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> so can you tell people a little more about therapies that have, other than laughter yoga, uh, made a difference?
1: Well, um, I let's see. I have been doing something called the release technique, which is a very deep, and you, they have a website too, releasetechnique.com, where I got a lot of release um, it's it's, a, it's it's similar to a meditation technique, or um, contr- it's somewhat like mind control, but it's simpler than that. I mean, you release all your negative thoughts and feelings. And I had people coming up to me saying they didn't, almost didn't recognize me because my walk had improved so much.
0: Whoa.
1: Yeah, so that was, but that's a pretty expensive one. Um, and, um, Basically, their goal is total freedom from from anything that might bother you—money, relationships, health, anything. So it's pretty. Uh, they make some pretty uh, outrageous promises, but I did get a good amount of progress with that. Um, and as you know, Robert, I just received my um, uh, what do you call it—the
0: Max, I think it's called, isn't it? Max?
1: Yeah, so I'm excited to see what that will do for me. I've also been working with a naturopath long distance, um, something called, um, she has a virtual clinic. It's called Zyto Clinic and I put my hand in a cradle and it connects to my computer and through the internet connects to her computer and she has some machine there that reads the frequencies in my body and finds all the weaknesses and then sends me frequencies to listen to to balance the weaknesses. Um, And I think that's been helpful. It's kind of hard to tell. I mean, at first when I started out, oh, the other thing that was really helpful, when I first got diagnosed, I really thought acupuncture would help, and I found a woman who had written her uh, master's thesis on acupuncture for Parkinson's and there's a big um, Parkinson's recovery, um, I think they call themselves Parkinson's recovery, they're in um, Santa Cruz, California, and they don't use the needles, but they use something called yin Tui na, which is um, gentle Chinese body work, and uh, I worked with her for a year and a half and got a lot of relief uh, from the toe clenching and the stress, Um, and then she said, that we had gotten rid of all the energy blockages, and now it was up to me and my belief system. And she recommended, of all things, A Course in Miracles, which I seriously studied for several years. I really think the mental, mind, emotional piece of this is very important. Uh, And I think John Coleman mentions that in his book as well, that, you know, how you think and how you hold it in your mind is really critical.
0: The uh, the Stop Parking and Start Living book. Yeah. 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 What therapies uh have you pursued that really did not help?
1: Well, uh you know, speaking of John Coleman, he highly recommended um Bowen technique, which only was painful for my body. Um I tried it a couple of times and then he recommended the aqua hydration formulas. That's how Robert that's how you and I originally.
0: Oh, right, right, right.
1: Right. And those things just kept giving me a headache. I kept reducing and reducing and reducing until I finally gave up.
0: Oh, yeah, the detoxing effects. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, so, and then, oh, and then the big experiment, I tried raw food for eight months. Oh, my God. I was in so much pain. Oh, my goodness. What we figured out was I developed a B12 deficiency. Oh. Got a B12 shot, and the pain went away, and I felt supercharged. But I was so religious, I thought, because someone told me that, you know, that would cure it. So, I, you know, I was juicing, and I was eating all organic and all raw, and all it did was give me a B12 deficiency. So I, But I tried that for eight months. It was fun. The food was really good. <laughs> but the pain, the pain became, but it, became unbearable. It had some side effects, too, it sounds like. Uh, yeah, and that whether that was detoxing or not, at some point when the detox symptoms are worse than the disease, you know, I am yeah, ready to give it's up. It's
0: not worth it. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to incur that kind of discomfort.
1: Yeah. So Gita,
0: tell people how they can get in touch with you.
1: Well, they can get in touch with me through my website again, which is www.lasteryogawithgita.com. That's all spelled out: L-A-U-G-H-T-E-R y-o-g-a-w-i-t-h-g-i-t-a dot com and if they would like to call me feel free to call me it's area code 520-777-7544 is there anything
0: else Gita that you would like for people to know about laughter yoga that we haven't talked about
1: oh I just want them all to try it try it you'll like it (laughs) It, uh, it's just um, it's so simple and so accessible and um, just has so many tremendous benefits, and the benefits keep increasing. I mean, it, it's like a, a practice. It's almost a spiritual practice for me because it's just, it's just so heartening.
0: Edith Fendelman, thanks so much for being with us and explaining uh, what turns out to be one of the most fascinating therapies I have ever heard about.
1: (laughs) Well, thank you, Robert.
0: This is Robert Rogers, and, of course, this is Parkinson's Recovery. About nine months ago, I received uh, at my front door a smart lounge that was uh, uh temporarily given to us on loan from a company by the name of Next Neuro uh we assembled this lounge uh, Deborah and I both uh, used it and found that it did uh, uh seem to provide us with wonderful uh, uh new energies and relief from whatever aches and pains we were experiencing I made it available to people here in the local area uh, to use who had the symptoms of Parkinson's. We had one taker uh, who also uh, found that it was helpful. I actually gave the Smart Lounge uh, to be used by a rehabilitation hospital. Several people with Parkinson's uh, used it. Uh, One of them was able to be released after about three or four weeks. The other individual was unable to use it. He had some paranoia or uh, concerns apparently. Uh, at any rate uh, i was impressed uh, by uh, the potential benefits that this particular uh, uh therapy which combines sound with vibration at the same time And so we actually, Parkinson's Recovery, actually purchased our own smart lounge, and it has arrived at our uh, front doorstep as of yesterday. It's in two huge boxes, and so I'll be assembling that here. I'll be taking it on the uh, Parkinson's Recovery cruise to Alaska so people uh, can experience uh, uh, the uh, combination of vibration and sound and to see whether or not that provides uh, them with relief from their own symptoms. But I want to give an offer to anyone who lives anywhere near Olympia, Washington, to feel free to email me. I'd be uh, delighted uh, to make available the Smart Lounge to you to, uh, to, to try out obviously for free to see if it uh, provides you with relief uh, from your own symptoms. So email me if you live anywhere nearby. I'd be delighted uh, to make uh, the Smart Lounge available uh, to you to give it a, try, a trial run. Uh, you can reach me at Robert, R-O-B-E-R-T at Parkinson's Recovery. That's all one word, dot com. Or you can always call me at our uh, toll-free long-distance number. That's 877-526-4646. So the Smart Lounge is something you literally lie on. It's like a chase lounge, in essence. It's a a big, thick mattress that uh, vibrates uh, to the sounds that you hear through headphones. And the the, uh, particular uh, CD uh, that we're using is specifically configured by Dr. Suzanne Jonas for people who have the symptoms of Parkinson's. And this particular company has modified the CD so that it has binaural beats that are uh, connected to it. And the interview with Gita, Gita also mentioned that she had just purchased something called a Vibro Max. This is actually similar technology. It's not not the lounge that you actually lie on. It has more portability. But she's uh, uh, also evidently uh, giving out a trial run, too, so we'll have to interview her uh, in a few months to see uh, the extent to which that has also provided her with some relief from her own symptoms. So there are a lot of therapies out there. There are a lot of possibilities out there, and uh, I want to invite everybody to... To, uh, continue listening to the Parkinson's Recovery uh, Network programs that air every week on Thursday mornings at 11 o'clock. I continue to talk with incredible individuals who are pioneers in their own right, uh, experimenting, finding ways that they can get relief from their own symptoms. Uh, we know there are many, many specialties out there that are making a di- big, big difference to people. We also know that the solutions are unique to each individual so that it requires some uh, seeking, some searching, some experimenting uh, before you're able to actually land on a combination of approaches and therapies that are going to make a sustained difference to a full recovery from the symptoms of Parkinson's. Some people are doing it. Some people have done it. These are exciting times for everyone. I love the program today because the emphasis has been on all free things you can do. Obviously, we can all laugh. Anybody can give me a call and give this Smart Lounge a, a trial run. Uh, anybody can exercise. None of that actually uh, is going to cost a cent. And of course, we can also eat healthy food. That does cost a little bit, but boy, does that have a positive benefit on the health and wellness of our physical bodies. It's been a true pleasure. Please feel free if you're not already on our email list to join up. You can do that by going to the main website that's parkinsonsrecovery.com. That's those two words, the word parkinsons and the word recovery joined together.com and you'll see there's a place there where you can actually add your name, your email, I should say, to the email list so we don't ask for any names and uh we'll be sending you out whatever uh recent updates we've got about things we're doing on our radio shows or other discoveries that we're making as a result of all the research I'm doing for individuals who have the symptoms of Parkinson's. We're finding uh, uh therapies, natural therapies that have no side effects that are helping people with eye problems. Um, that are really quite remarkable in their own right, and we 're doing a, a lot of investigation with uh, frequency and, and sound therapy, which also is non invasive it 's safe uh, that looks very, very promising so uh, these are exciting times we are discovering all kinds of things people are doing that are making a huge difference uh, to the quality of their lives and so I, I uh, invite you to join what is a now very large and growing community of individuals who um, are friends of individuals or family of individuals who had the symptoms of Parkinson's or who themselves had the symptoms of Parkinson's and who realize that yes, it is possible to be able to get relief from the symptoms of Parkinson's and yes, there are many, many, many therapies out there. Some of them don't cost a cent that will make a huge difference to your ability to be able to literally become symptom-free. It's been a true pleasure and delight. This is Robert Rogers, and that's what's happening on the shores of the Puget Sound, where all the women are smart. All the men are handsome, and all the children are truly loved. Know that you are on the road to recovery. Good day.